Yo, what's up? Hey. It's the Big Planet Comics Podcast, episode 164. <laughs> for real, for real. Kind of uh, coming at you live from JoJo's Bar and Grill. No, we're just next, next door, door, though. We can hear the <laughs> jazz music playing. It's making me feel jazzy. Um, yeah, I'm Nick. I'm Jared. I'm Kelly. And we're here to talk about comics and uh, a lot of movie trailers, actually. This, jazz. This week. Other stuff. Uh, jazz, yep. Um, can we not talk about jazz? <laughs> I really hate but jazz. But we're in like, uh, the birthplace, not the birthplace of jazz, but... There's a lot of jazz around here, a lot of it's jazz true. history in the area. Um, yeah, we won't talk anymore about jazz. But <laughs> uh, what have you guys been up to? I saw a brawl on H Street. <laughs> I was walking, uh, I went to a bar with a friend of mine, and we were walking to get some um, pot stickers. And uh, while we were in there, we saw some people like fighting outside. Wow. And then we it stopped. And then we're like, oh, that was crazy. And then we went back out when we were leaving and they started fighting again. Except this time there was like three dudes with baseball bats, like what? hitting each other in the head. And no. like, it was crazy. Gosh. Oh, no. Yeah. And then the cops showed up like immediately. But yeah. one of the guys was like running down the street with like his head all like mashed up. Oh, my God. Crazy. Uh, I was like, uh, it's time to go home. <laughs> this was really late at night, hopefully. Uh, not too late, actually. Oh, it was like man. maybe, I mean, it was late, but it was like 1231. Oh, boy. Yeah. There's still a lot of people around. Wow. So it was pretty nuts. Yeah. So that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can remember. That's a good lead. It was a crazy thing. Did you get hit on the head? No. I, okay. I just stood further away. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was nuts. What did you guys do? Did you see any brawls? <laughs> that's no. hard. Hard to top. Uh, we had an excellent signing with uh, Carlos Speed McNeil and uh, Alex DeCampi last saturday mm-hmm. um which was pretty cool they have their new book no mercy out from image comics it was kind of fun to hang out with them all day and hear them rant and rave about various comic book stuff and then have you know you know just kind of bond in their yeah awesome comic they drew in our bathroom wall yep cool. uh, carla was doodling quite a bit uh alex was coming up with wacky ideas and i believe that she solved the part of her upcoming comic book while hanging out she's like oh you guys just gave me the idea i solved it and we're like what so that was nice. kind of fun but yeah, it was good. Thanks for everyone uh, for coming out. Yeah, and it was fun. We have lots of signed copies. I was there too. Of their stuff. Yeah, Nick was, was there. It was a good time. Yep. Yay. I got a little sketch. Oh, there's a sketch for you, Kelly. Oh, that's Aww. right. I don't know where it is. I'll find we'll it. We'll find it. But yes. <laughs> but not, yeah. You're not very good at giving gifts. <laughs> we have a gift. We don't Surprise! know where it is. Surprise! <laughs> Maybe. Somewhere. You may never see it. Yeah. Well, you Remind up. me when we're done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what have you been doing, Kelly? Uh, I'm a big fan of the, like, Nancy Drew computer games that they make for, like, <laughs> little <Nice>. kids. <laughs> Are these new things? Uh, they've been making them since I was in high school, I so. I didn't even know there was such a Yeah, thing. they've made, like, over 30 of them, and it's lots of nice. puzzles. And like, How was I not demographically targeted to play these? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I read all you the Nancy Drew books as a kid. You weren't haunting the computer game aisle of Staples. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. true. In the early 2000s. That's true. But, yeah, so I had them all, and I just, every once in a while, I get on a kick where I just replay all of them, so that's nice. what i've been doing like <laughs> the last two weeks <laughs> sounds like fun it is it's a lot of fun it's a lot of like puzzles and stuff um but yeah i dig it i realized that like in the early games nancy doesn't have like a cell phone or anything you just oh, if, wow. you, if you call people you have to like use a phone <laughs> and nice. n- her boyfriend ned nickerson has had the same number in all the games and i have it memorized nice. wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> Can't that tell was not that's... a thing that i knew about myself <laughs> Until yeah. recently. Can't tell if that's great or sad. It's <laughs> both. I mean, I don't I remember like my, my brother's cell phone number, but I could call it <laughs> fictionalized. Did Ned you try Nickerson. calling on your phone? Or is it a five? It's five, a five five five. five. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should just make it a nine hundred number and get the money from those kids. Right? 
Uh, I don't know that there are that many of wow. us. Oh, <laughs> I, bet, I bet there are. I bet there are. Yeah. No, no, there are lots of people who play the game. I doubt there are many of those who have Ned Nickerson's phone number memorized. <laughs> That's true. His digits. <laughs> Gotta join the Ned Nickerson fan club. He's a cool dude. He puts up with a lot of stuff from Nancy. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> she forgets a lot of things. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. That's great. All right. That was awesome. So that's what we've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> now let's do some news and see what everybody else has been up to. Yeah. All right, we just got a lot of movie news today. <laughs> Somehow, some so slightly connected. Yeah. So first, there was uh, some new trailers. We saw the Batman vs Superman trailer and the new X Men Apocalypse trailer. Uh, did you guys watch both of these? I didn't see the X Men one. But I did. Did you see, see the X Men one? I didn't watch uh, it either. I just I'm the only one. Who <laughs> I've seen animated gifs from both of them. <laughs> yeah. The um. So the Batman vs Superman one. What did you think, Jared? It was okay. Yeah. Uh, better than I thought it was going to be. What did you think about Jesse Eisenberg? Uh, ridiculous. <laughs> he's yeah. really ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he's super over the top. He's like, uh, yeah. I guess. Uh, that, what does that he say? He's like, like the worst part. He introduces Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. He's like, I wouldn't want to f- you guys to fight each other. He's like, I want to fight that guy. Yeah. I was like, he's uh, strong. Ugh. Does yeah. he then turn to the camera and wink in he's, an exaggerated right. fashion? And then just say waka waka. Like, and then so. he like oh turns turns Zod into Doomsday. <laughs> oh, is that what he oh, does? Cool. Uh, and then I guess they fight Doomsday. Sure. Or something, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so that was like, I was like, why did you put that in the trailer? I feel like you could have still kept that secret with all just that's, have Batman and Superman fighting. That's a good, a good team. And up. Wonder Woman yeah. shows up, and I was like, why you don't show that either? Don't show anything. Just show the stuff you with Batman and Superman fighting. That's yeah. it. That's all you need. My favorite thing that I've seen in reaction to this is someone took the like clip from um, Emperor's New Groove where he's like drawing all over the screen. Like nice. this guy isn't important. This guy isn't important. And like has him crossing out both Batman and Superman and just circling <laughs> Wonder Woman. Nice. Like yep. right here. This is where it is. Yep. <laughs> like that's it's how true. I feel about this. <laughs> Sounds uh, right. And then the po- X-Men Apocalypse trailer. Am I the only one that saw that one? I, I just can't oh, do man, it. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I like the last two. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I mean, all the yeah. kids look real cute. Yeah, they all yeah. look pretty good. And then, like, Crawler looks pretty Oscar awesome. Oscar Isaac's in it, so that's cool. Well, yeah, but Oscar Isaac's is Apocalypse. Uh, yeah, no, that's, man. that's what I'm not happy about. He's, he could have played anybody. His voice is just like, it's just like a normal dude's voice. He's like, hey. He's just like, how's it going? You don't know what you're dealing with, like, in a normal voice. Like, yeah. there's no, like, you expect Apocalypse to be, like, some, some kind, kind of, of distorted. Like, maybe like, maybe like, they'll reverb it up. Thing. Yeah. Um, and he looked just silly. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, those trailers <laughs> happen. Oh boy! Um, but in better news, uh, there's a rumor that Idris, Idris Elba is uh, up for Dark Tower. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. Lead like role, a, Roland. The lead role. Yeah. Whoa, that'd be awesome. So which is pretty awesome. Seems he, to be a pretty played, legit rumor. I like it. I does he played the gunslinger. Awesome. Yes. What? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's him. That's Roland, right? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm kind of excited, but I don't know about a Dark Tower movie or a bunch of Dark Tower. Yeah, movies. it would have to be like eight movies or something crazy yeah, and i don't even know like they could do seven they get weird but yeah, yeah they, they meet weird. stephen king at one point yeah. they meet stephen right? king like three times <laughs> oh really yeah the last three books are like him being like you guys are my characters this is weird i don't know how i feel about that i loved it but it worked very well as a book <laughs> yeah, like, i don't think it worked like stephen king playing himself that'd be great now they should hire, like get someone young to play <laughs> <laughs> oh my god someone new they should have, like, hire um Michael B. Jordan. I was place literally, to that's what yeah, I was right? thinking. Because that would isn't, be amazing. isn't the gunslinger supposed to be like his fantasy self? Right. And that's oh, why right. Roland looks like Stephen King. That'd be amazing. Does so, he? 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's... I must have blanked that out. So are we saying that that's Michael terrible. B. Jordan's fantasy self is, is Idris Elba? Yeah. That... That's my fantasy I love it. self. I mean, to be I'll fair, wish. everybody's fantasy self is Idris Elba, <laughs> right? It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's definitely true for I'd me. love to be Idris Elba. Um, yeah, so that's all the news we have for today, except for Kelly had a piece of news. What was it? Oh, John Boyega is adorable. Yeah. Oh, breaking news <laughs> once again. And I want him is, to be happy. Is. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen Attack the Block? Yeah, man. Yes. So good. So good. Yeah, Everyone go watch Attack Has the Block. Has he been in anything since then? He actually, he made another movie. Oh, really? But, but he, they, before they released it, he was cast in Star Wars, and so they're holding oh, wow. it back until oh, wow. after Star Wars. That makes sense. But yeah, if because you guys are Star Wars fans, now. go watch Attack the Block, because it is a very small but awesome film. Yeah. yeah. You'll see why. It's awesome. You'll get super I know the, the window is small between when this is going to post yeah. and when you'll <laughs> right. be seeing Star Wars, but if you can see Attack the Block in that window, yeah. I urge you to do it. Yeah, yeah instead of rewatching, instead anyway. of rewatching the... Original Star Wars movies. Yeah, so watch skip all of the prequels and yeah. just watch Attack the Block three times. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's all the news we have. And uh, now we have some questions. All right, first, of all, first up, we have two questions from Zvi. Uh, uh, Zvi sent a bunch of questions, uh, maybe like 13 or so, but we'll, we won't answer them all today, but we'll answer two of them, and then slowly throughout the next few weeks, we'll try to answer the rest. Yeah, Zvi says that's okay. As, as we come along. <laughs> to um yeah, so first up, it says, I look forward to your show every week. I Thank love you. hearing about new comics. I never would have looked twice at and also getting second opinions on comics I already love. I also like you guys giving long, rambling answers to questions. So I have several below. Uh, you don't have to use them all in one show, which we said we won't. Uh, but first one is, what's your favorite version of Batman? Define version any way you like. Writer, actor, director, artist, universe, your own personal... Uh, headcanon, which draws from a bunch of different sources. Huh. And what's your least favorite? Oh, boy. All right. This is easy for me because okay. I love the, I like the animated yeah, ones. Oh, really? Yeah, the yeah. Justice League. Well, the Batman, Brave and the Bold and all that, and the yeah. um, the Justice League A Batman animated series. That. Yeah, the original Batman animated series is the one. Yeah. Kevin Conroy is the oh, voice yeah. of Batman. Nobody else yeah. is the voice of Batman as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that is, you, that is what Batman sounds like. Um, I really like the year one and long Halloween era where it's Batman has just kind good. of showed up in Gotham and is dealing with like kind of the organized crime side of it and all the super yeah. villains are starting to pop up in reaction to that. The Kind of the very low power, just like there's a crazy bat monster running around town. Right. I like that. It's kind of like when he's in that urban legend kind of yeah, status. Yeah, before he's like fully trained up. Yeah, and it's also just like, hey, Batman's talking to Commissioner Gordon on a press conference. You know, I, I never thought he he works really well like that. I think it's really good when like people are. It's just a weird rumor, and like people are kind of scared of him. What's your least favorite? Um, anytime that he's not super detectivey, like I kind of like that. Like I don't like him in the Justice League. I guess I don't know. I don't mind him in the Justice. I think the ones sometimes. he did, like the Grant Morrison run, was pretty great. Yeah, sometimes he's pretty great. That's um, true. Tower of Babel is pretty great. Yeah, I. Uh, there's a very famous like post on Tumblr that describes Batman as a grim yogurt, and that is what, what I think of. Yeah, that's what I think of as like my least favorite kind of Batman. It's generally anytime he's humorless because yeah. he shouldn't be right. humorless. Mm-hmm. Like that's that always like really puts me off when he's just like very grim and serious. I mean, honestly, and... the Christopher Nolan one is probably my least favorite. Yeah, oh, really? yeah. No, I I agree with you. Yeah. Just, just wait, man. I mean, I like. Yeah, I don't movies. have high hopes <laughs> for, for the, the, new one, the Zack Snyder Batman. I like them either. well enough, but uh, I like the movies well enough. But I, the Batman's a little Batman little and too, Robin is too dark. Is worse than the Christopher, better than the Christopher <laughs> Nolan one. Goddamn Batman! Oh, that is that, one. Is that what you're talking about? All Star Batman. No, and Robin? I was talking about the movie yeah. with Mister Freeze and all that. Oh yeah. 
Oh, those were bad too. Bad, bad, bad. Um, yeah, mm. the George Clooney one. Yeah. Uh, least favorite nipple oh. Batman. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, there's been a lot. <laughs> there's been a lot of bad ones. Oh man, I don't know. I kind of love the TV show too. That's a good version of Batman. Yeah. Biff Bam Pow, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, probably, I'd like for me, yeah, like Christopher Nolan one. He's just too serious. Yeah. I don't like no, I think it, it's also whenever he's super violent. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, oh, so this is kind of a tight end question, but I really liked when the Joker was. So this is like pre Killing Joke by Alan Moore when the right. Joker was like a crazy, unpredictable, but not like homicidally right. insane opponent. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be like, what's the wacky scheme of the Joker? Like that kind of counterpoint of it. And then after that, it was like, no, the Joker's just going to murder everyone. Right. Well, you just have to stop him. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, I missed that when. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, I agree modern, like, modern Batman is less appealing, I guess. I like the detective, <laughs> yeah, when he's actually a detective. And I know. When he's got some humor to him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I also like, I know you mentioned the Justice League. I like it when he gets to play up against people. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But it's always better when he's, like, doing his own thing. It's a little more fun. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's hmm. our opinions on Batman things. Good question. Uh, Second question. I'm a relatively new comics reader. About three years, I started buying from recommendations uh, lists that included Princeless. Good choice. <clears throat> you will not be surprised to learn that what drew me in and kept me buying uh, is heavier focus and promotion across the industry on comics starring queer characters, female characters, and characters of color. In the last few years, what's been your favorite new or newly prominent of these kinds of characters? If they've been in more than one book or had more than one creative team, where have you seen the best version of the character? Mm, that is a good question. Mm, Kelly, you got any uh, favorites? I mean, I I love America Chavez, oh, the yeah. best and the most. <laughs> that's not great. a secret. Yeah, that, that's where you go. <laughs> that was one of the first comics that I picked up when I started reading. Oh yeah, uh, was Young Avengers. Yeah, oh, man. and that yeah, like that so good. That was a really high point to start. I also um, I jumped on to the. Brian Azzarello and Cliff Chang Wonder Woman yeah. fairly early in that run. That and good. when it ended, I was expressing a great deal of disappointment about it and, you know, complaining about it. And I remember at one point Kevin was like, you realize that you you joined comics like during a very <laughs> small period of time when there was a great Wonder Woman yeah. book. Like that has not been the norm. No, that's true. Um, so, yeah, that's another one that was a yeah, huge and, um, thing. I think like Miles Morales was one of the oh, oh, man. One that I, I really love. Um Who's it? Was it Sarah Pacelli? Sarah Pacelli first? at first, yes. and then David my, Marquez. No, I think Pacelli is still my favorite. They're both, they're both great. I know they're great, but that's my favorite one. Yeah. And she'll be drawing him again. I'm so very excited. Yeah. And, so, um, and yeah, Kelly Sue DeConnick's Captain Marvel. Yeah, Miss oh, yeah. Marvel. Oh, yes. Been great. Definitely. Um, is well, great. let me ask Kelly, what's your favorite America Chavez team? <laughs> I mean, Gillen and McKelvey. Still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of um, course. I, I thought she, I mean, she was barely in a force but the yeah. tiny bit that we saw her was fantastic oh, she's yeah. in something else before who was she in before all this oh she was where in she that... first started i hated that iteration oh really yeah i like that one that was the one in oh man um oh god i don't remember it? what it was <laughs> I, don't remember. I just it was, remember it was what she looked nick, like it was drawn by nick dragata it looked oh yeah she looked ridiculous it was awesome i can't remember <laughs> what it was though it was like a mini series it was great nobody read it yeah it's really good um but it gave us her so yeah, it was true. worthwhile i haven't been super impressed with the ultimates so yeah far it's all right with her in there yeah. so we'll see we but shall um, see. yeah what else anybody else nah like it's those are some some of the best of yeah the new moon girl moon that girl looks has fantastic been great. Yeah, yeah so far yeah, yeah. there's tons so many <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean the the boys in the Young Avengers too, Hulkling yeah. and right. Wiccan, Wiccan. Yeah. that couple. They're pretty great. That was just that was a really great book for yeah, LGBT for characters yeah. and just young, interesting. Yeah, good diversity, great characters. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And even like outside of superheroes, I say Wicked and Divine is like super. Oh, that's true too. Yeah, diverse. Bitch, bitch Planet. Bitch Planet. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, there's all sorts of. We're living in a good time to be in into comics. A better uh, time. A more diverse time. <laughs> it's getting better. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's that answers that, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. So oh wait, uh, we got another question. Yes. From Pat. Okay. Pat says, "Hey, most comprehensive podcasters in the multiverse. That's Thanks. Us. Hey." I share a lot of comics with friends and colleagues. Depending on the person, they may want to start with superhero stuff or may want to avoid capes altogether. In either case, I find giving them works in both genres by the same author or artist is a good introduction. My question is, do you think the genre you first read a creator in influences your opinion on that creator, of that creator? Huh. Definitely. Really? Yeah. I like, mean, like I said, yes, because like, like I said, I started with Young Avengers and right. I loved it so much that I wanted to read like everything that Kieran Gillen right. has written. And Kieran Gillen has written a great deal of things before that. Yeah. Before that. And I think he was, he was writing Iron Man at the time. And so oh, I, yeah. I like I walked into Big Planet and I bought like, God, 15 issues of Iron Man. <laughs> and Kevin rung me out and he was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and um, not as good. And it was like it was one of those moments where I had to sort of like figure that out. Like, yeah. OK. Some of this is going to be good. People right. have their strengths. Same thing with like, you know, Cullen Bunn and The Sixth Gun. Oh, it's my favorite true. comic. And I like Harrow County a lot, but yeah. like those are the only two <laughs> things by right. him that I that like. Really yeah. So, you know, it's. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the problem is I but, feel but like it, most I, of the creators started in superhero stuff. Yeah. Like but, nowadays. Do you, but do you feel like if you'd read a different, like that influenced your opinion of the creator or you just realize that like that's a, they're good at some things? Yeah. Well, another thing, I started with Hawkeye, and I think oh, yeah. like that was the first thing I'd ever written by Matt Fraction. And yeah. if I think if the first thing I'd read by Fraction was Casanova, I would not have been tempted to pick up another Matt Fraction <laughs> book no, because it's true. a very such a different style. it's such a different thing, and it's so dense so and hard weird to get into. Yeah. Um, that I don't think I would have been like, yeah, it's someone I wanna I wanna read more by them. Hmm. I so, feel like it works better the other way around, like. Superhero people doing other books, like they, I mean, obviously, like, you know, like Rick Remender and stuff like, and, you know, uh, who else? Like Jonathan Hickman. Oh, I guess Jonathan Hickman started the other way. So, like, Jeff Lemire, for example, like, he started with, like, smaller comics. Right. And then, you know, he's, like, writing, you know, a superhero comic. I'm like, oh, I'll check it out, you know, or a new sci fi comic. So, I don't know. I guess, it, I guess it works both ways. Like, yeah. following a creator into another genre is, usually works out. I mean, but yeah, so sometimes maybe, it doesn't. But maybe most it's of the time just it like works. you associate them more with that style, right? Especially if you really like it. So it's always kind of like you're going to compare it to like, are they as good as they right. were in that genre? Right. Yeah, mm. like, yeah. Nobody's <laughs> going to be comparing like good Hawkeye all the time. Comparing like Matt Fraction's Hawkeye and like Odyssey or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like both, but they're like completely so different. different. Can you yeah. imagine they're written by like the same person? Right, yeah, and <laughs> what was it? The um, Satellite Sam started not too long right. after that, and I was so prepared to like love that book, and I was like, no, this is different. <laughs> yeah. I, re I really like Satellite Sam. No, I liked it too, but it's different. Different. definitely not a very thing. different thing. <laughs> it's not yeah. a thing yeah. for most people, I feel. Um, but yeah, so I don't think it influences so much. It's more just like just read their good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's all the questions. Thanks for the question, Pat and Zvi. Uh, we'll get back to the rest of your questions, Zvi, uh, next time. Um, yeah, and next we're gonna do some reviews. Wait. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Send us our 
your questions. Send us more. To, you know, our email, whatever it is. <laughs> at Big Planet Comics. Or High professional. Send it to com. our Facebook. Or Twitter, Tumblr, or Twitter, or whatever. Get Tell at us. us. In person. Paper airplane, whatever. Yeah, but podcast at bigplanetcomics.com is yeah. the email. But otherwise, anyway, that Now works. we're going to do some reviews. Yes. Okay. We love comics, they're swell. Except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. First up, we have Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number one, by James Tinney in the fourth and Freddie E. Williams the second. Two people that have, uh, what are those called? Uh, Roman numerals after their names? Numbers after their names. (laughs) Numerals. Roman numerals. Um, Two people with numbers in their names. Roman numerals after their names. Um, Oh, it was uh, colored by RG3. Um, (laughs) What? So uh, yeah, so Batman and Neutrals meet up. That's it's about the all team that. up that everyone was clamoring for. That is uh, what happens in this book. <laughs> uh, I it was fun. Kind of, it was kind of fun. Um, I don't know something about it. I didn't like. I don't know. You should not be talking about this book. I well, like this book. So first, oh. so first of all, <laughs> I want to hear Nick review it and then hear Kelly right. say why he's wrong. Oh, I don't know. I I mean, it was <laughs> fine. I guess. Um, I don't know what what they didn't I like about this book. They're just it's just it's just exactly what I thought it was gonna be, <laughs> and I was kind of hoping it would be something a little more interesting. It's pretty much like okay, so there's ninjas in Gotham. Um, the Ninja Turtles are there to fight him, and Batman fights ninjas, so they meet to fight ninjas. And I was like, oh, I wanted some I don't know something a little more interesting. I was like, oh, why does Shredder have to be in this? I don't know. But what did you think? What did you think, Kelly? I thought it was dumb fun like it was what yeah it was what i expected but it was what i expected in a satisfying way like the turtles are satisfyingly teenage like at one point their their lair gets raided and you know it's all their video games and there are two separate panels in this book where batman just says turtles like suspiciously and that's i mean it could (laughs) have just been that and i would have been happy yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't I just, know what I wanted from this. <laughs> it was on the nose in a way that I really appreciated. I so, know. I mean, they're sort of they're the turtles from now. They're yeah, not the, the like, like yeah. classic IDW turtles. Yeah, yeah, they're not like the classic turtles. This is the uh, like neither modern they gap tooth Donatello is the like cartoon shows or yeah. So I don't know. It just the old cartoon. It felt I don't know. It felt familiar and fun in a way that I really enjoyed. So. Yeah, I was happy with it. I'm sorry that you hate Fun Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just felt Batman's dialogue was really stiff. He's just like I don't know, more stiff than usual. We, we just talked about that. Turtles. Batman needs to loosen up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. Less of a grim yogurt. Yeah, yeah. There's just a whole scene where him and Alfred are just talking about buildings and suits. I was like, mm. anyway. So that was Batman Ninja Turtles number one. <laughs> uh, if you like Ninja Turtles and Batman, you might like this. I guess. Because I wow. love Ninja Turtles and I love Batman, but I was just kind of like, eh, it's pretty good. It's just not, I don't know. I wanted something a little <laughs> more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next up we have Gwenpool Holiday Special, number one, uh, by a lot of bunch of people. Mostly, most of it's by Charles Soule and Langdon Foss, which is like um, the framing story, which is, takes place, it takes more pages up than any of the other right, things yeah. combined. Um, and that's the best part of it. Yeah, so this, honestly, I don't know why, I mean, I know why they call it the Gwenpool Holiday Special. It should have been, like, the She-Hulk Holiday Special. Yeah, because it's mostly, yeah, yeah, it's mostly She-Hulk. It feels like 
like a Muppets Christmas special. Like it's <laughs> it's warm right. and sweet and it also feels like uh, the She-Hulk series that Charles Soule did. Like it feels like a continuation of that. Which yeah, is it was. Um, I really appreciated how much Soule clearly like loves and misses She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, I also loved that he tied like apparently the owner of the building that is. Um, where she hulks offices is married to a woman who works in daredevil's office. <laughs> so I love the like tying together right. of the Charles Sewell Marvel legal That's universe. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before she hulk shows up in daredevil. Right. So the whole thing of this, uh, the story that surrounded it was that, um, a group is trying to get the owner of she hulks building to sell. Right. And she's very tempted to do it. And She-Hulk realizes that um, the reason she's tempted is because she's like being influenced by this magic. Yeah. And the way to fight it is to have a party. <laughs> because of course. <laughs> so she that's, calls all her friends. So she calls all her friends. So you see little stories interspersed. Um, and one of them is you've got a Gwenpool story. You've got a, a Miss Marvel story, a Miss Marvel and a Captain Marvel story. Right. Uh, there's a... Uh, Hawkeye and Hawkeye and Deadpool, which is basically it's it's if you liked the Hawkeye versus Deadpool series, it's yep. just another new story, a new story <laughs> in that universe. Yeah, it's just everything is really really sweet and really really fun, and the art's fantastic, and I I wanted it to go on forever. It was awesome. Yep. So if you like any of those characters, current storylines, just buy this. Yeah, I feel it's like, like the Charles Soule She Hulk so just good. get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was Gwenpool Holiday Special Number One. Next up, we have Habit Number Two by Josh. Simmons, Tom Van Dusen, Eric Reynolds, and Ben Horak. Uh, so Habit is a Josh Simmons joint that he puts <laughs> out very rarely, uh, this time with uh, some help with those other people we just mentioned, but mainly it's him. Uh, and this is mainly, uh, it's got four stories, and if the main long one is called The Incident at Owl's Head, uh, Josh Simmons, what if we reviewed by him before? We didn't reviewed Black River. We haven't reviewed Black River yet, which is a post-apocalyptic one that came out this year that is probably one of the best things that came out this year, and it's appalling, like, <laughs> to how terrible a post-apocalypse setting would be. Yeah, it's pretty, um, pretty brutal. What was the other one we reviewed by him way a few years ago? Habit number one? No. Some, <laughs> he did another trade. But anyway, uh, he, he does very dark and twisted stuff. Uh, the cover of this is two people who've cut their faces up. It's yeah, it's really awful. But if you like really intense but awful comics, it's like a uh, horror anthology, basically. Yeah, uh, I honestly didn't really love the last three stories in this so much. They're the shorter ones. Uh, they're kind of fun to see, like just what wacky stuff he does. There's one with a giant demon who is doing just terrible things. So there's another one with kind of like creepy family, and then there's one where a guy who's just, like, running across town as, like, weird stuff happens. And but the main, like, first one is for. about, like, a but homeless yeah. guy in oh a new town. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Owl's Head is so good. Meeting really weird people. Yeah, it's this guy who's just kind of hitchhiking, like, homelessly across wherever and ends up in this tiny little town is just trying to, like, you know, find a place to sleep or whatever and just meets these super weirdos that quickly go from beyond weird into this a uh, guy who's just like you can stay at my house and you're like all right this is kind of creepy and then you realize that this guy is kind of not human or <laughs> not normal yeah, and just gets how weird. far can things go and then the homeless guy's kind of crazier more violent uh buddy that he'd been hanging out with traveling before shows up in town as well and kind of escalates things quite quickly and i want to spoil more than that it's just like ugh. it gets pretty nuts yeah it's, it's crazy if you like but, horror stuff yeah definitely check it out it's amazing. I highly recommend it. Yes, uh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was habit number two. 
Um, speaking of disturbing uh, and weird stuff, next up we have insects number one. Insects is spelled I N S E X T S uh, by Marguerite Pinette and Ariella Christine. Oh God, Christiana. Christantina is what Christantina. it says here. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Kelly, why don't you tell us about insects? I can't really even possibly start. You don't want to talk about this fantastic Victorian Victorian uh, horror porn comic? Horror lesbian revenge comic? Yeah, it's great. Um, I am not kidding. It is great. This is, this. it's, I think, the second book that we've gotten from Aftershock, which is a new publisher. Um, But uh, yeah, we were like, we like Marguerite Bennett a lot. So we took a chance and it paid off. So this is about this woman, two women. One is a noble woman um, in a loveless marriage and the other is her servant. And they are together um, in a biblical sense. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and yeah, they live in this weird Victorian universe where there are really big bugs, um, which doesn't isn't really addressed like at all. Like right. the first page you see this like this large, huge dragonfly like kill itself flying into someone. And she's just like, ew, yuck. And that's that's it. Um, but yeah, so the comic is basically about the two of them trying to kill the noble woman's husband and also um get a baby out of it and live happily ever after <laughs> which Something like that. they do um it is violent so yeah. and sexually explicit and fantastic so yeah it's over the top and great i don't know how i felt about this uh i kind of liked it I guess I don't know. It was something about it was just a little too much for me. It was just too boring on porn kind of like I don't know. I couldn't really get into any of the characters. I was just like I don't know. It's if you, weird. If you agree with Kelly's reviews on this podcast, you should get this book. <laughs> if, you, if you agree with Nick's podcast, this book is not for you. I mean, I like the the things happening, I guess, but I don't know. Something about it just I don't know. It was just a little too much. But <laughs> the end is pretty great. It's I don't know. great. There's a bunch of things I liked about it, but there's, I don't know, overall it was just a little too, I don't know, exploitative? I don't know. Something like that. You just don't like that the dude dies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just, I was fine with that. I mean, uh, I'm fine with lesbian sex scenes, but um, <laughs> it was just something. I don't know. Was Maybe it male it was just, gaze enough for you? Yeah, probably not. I just didn't know what I was what I was getting into. I guess when I was yeah. reading, it, I was like, "What is happening?" Uh, it's really gross too. That it is. It's definitely gross. There's I'm surprised like, you liked it. Bug stuff it's and blood really, stuff. Really, really gross. Yeah, but it's over the top in a way that's yeah. like, I don't, that it's not. Yeah, it didn't bother me because it was so over the top. And it's, it's like, also it's like the grossest thing we've reviewed. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also brief. Like it's gross, but it's brief. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I don't suspect know. It, it will continue it. in that vein, though. Yeah, I'll be very curious see. what issue two does. I don't know. I, I also, I like the, like, combination of this, like, incredible, beautiful Victorian stuff. And the art is beautiful. I guess to me, um, it felt like... With um, the, like, gross blood stuff. Right. I feel like an Avatar book, I guess, just because it was just, like... So over the more, top. More nudity, more violence. Yeah. Put it in there. Well, did you see earlier this year, they released, different companies released, like, a, you know, account of how the gender breakdown of their... Um, of different publishers and avatar oh, yeah. was 100 percent male so this oh, is like really? if women did an avatar book <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah, <laughs> which true. i'm cool with that's yeah. amazing 
So yeah, that's insects number one. Uh, it's great. Insects. Uh, <laughs> I still don't know how I feel about it. Um, <laughs> next up, we have Scarlet Witch number one by James Robinson and Vanessa Del Rey. This is a book that both Nick and I liked. I did like this. <laughs> I liked it too. Vanessa Del Rey's art is awesome. <laughs> well, you you haven't been arguing with us about it. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. The two two opposite sides have come together on Scarlet. Witch. <laughs> Yeah, so this is sort of in the same vein of Doctor Strange, like an independent magician in New York right. kind of book. That's sort of the way this is set up, except it is Wanda. <laughs> it is Wanda. Um, yeah, we're introduced to more of her kind of, I don't know. Internal monologuing? Yeah, she's got some uh, sidekick that's a ghost. I don't know who is Agatha. I'm not even sure. I, I feel don't like know she's either. We were supposed to know okay, who she good. was. Yeah. I feel like she's been around, but I see that's the problem with these long universe characters. You're like, this might be someone from 20 years ago. <laughs> this might be a brand new thing we've never seen. A <laughs> dead lady named Agatha. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, what does Scarlet Witch do in this killing? <laughs> uh, well, Tell she us. Uh, she goes to a crime scene. Uh huh. Because uh, <laughs> she apparently works with the police, has right. a good relationship with them, and. People are like committing these very violent murders, and it's always a different person, and it's always seemingly like completely out of nowhere. Yeah, it's so, like people just going crazy yeah. for no reason. So she figures out that they're being possessed right. in, in some way, and she also figures out while she's at this crime scene that the the next victim, in terms of the next person who's going to be possessed, is the police detective. Right. So things sort of spiral out very quickly. Um, one of the biggest parts of this, though, is the art. Um, yeah, the art's great. Vanessa Del Rey's art has been really she's great. She's so good. Yeah, so she, she did, did hit, right? she did hit, yeah. yeah. And she's got a very um it's very loose. Yeah. Um it's like kind of sketchy. Um which wouldn't work on every book, but right. on this one it works really, it works really great. well. And the coloring is really great. good coloring like, work yeah. art. A lot of so red yeah. and reds black and pinks and, and greens. Like good yeah. emphasis on the art parts as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I think they're actually going to be switching artists on this Aww. book, like every issue. So oh, I'm not sure how that's going to, huh. if we're going to see more of right. her. I hope we do, yeah. um, because it works. I mean, yeah. very, very well very for this. Well. But yeah, this was. Uh, it doesn't doesn't get a big story rolling. It just sort of establishes like here she is, here is her right. universe, but um, does it really well. Yeah, it's kind of like the doc- the first issue, of Doctor Strange, although that yeah. had a bigger story, but. Um. Yeah. So that was Scarlet Witch number one. We all liked it. Jared yep. liked it. You liked I it. Did. Yes. Um. Next up, we have Snowblind number one by Ollie Masters and Tyler Jenkins. Um. It's it's hard to even explain this book without giving away the entire yeah, there's issue. So many twists. And um. Are not so many. A major. But basically, twist. this uh <laughs> this kid living in Alaska um is having trouble with his um with everything really um he's keeps getting um, taken in by the police because he's trespassing in the library um, and he's having problem with problems with his parents um, and he feels like they're hiding something from him and uh, I don't know, he gets attacked by a dog and then he starts figuring out that his parents are like hiding something pretty terrible. Yeah, it's like, why did we move here when I was a baby from Louisiana? Yeah. And yeah, it's... I don't even know how to explain the rest of this without giving away the entire I think, twist to I don't it. think... Should we? I don't know. I will tell you that a dog gets killed in this comic, which is, if that is a deal breaker for you, the way it is for me, yeah. then beware. I mean, yeah, it was a bad dog. It was trying to kill him. I no, it was trying to kill someone, but yeah. he was trying to protect the protagonist. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, the guy who kills him also is kind of a bad guy, right? 
Um, so yeah. Uh, he killed the dog. Obviously, he's a bad guy. Right. So some bad things are happening, and the reason for it is is a pretty good twist. Um, but let's just say this is a very noirish crime yeah. type of thing, and yeah, it's basically, as all his family secrets start coming out, there's I mean, it's a cool more it, violence, and it's a cool twist yeah. on uh, this genre, and I. I don't even know how to explain it. It's hard to say anything without giving away what it's about. But um, yeah, check it out because if you like crime stuff, um, it's interesting. <laughs> it's so hard to even explain. Yeah. Um, Sorry we did a bad job with that. But uh, we all, I liked it a lot. So, I liked yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's good. Uh, the Secret is awesome. Uh, so that's Snowblind. That's Snowblind number one, except we have the Violent number one, which is violent um, in many ways. Uh, it's by Ed Brisson, right? And uh, Adam Gore. Oh my God, Gorham. Gorham. We got some hard names to pronounce this week. <laughs> um, so this is another yeah. crime one, uh, but in a much more straightforward way, of a couple of uh, ex druggies who have now had a child and are trying to get their lives together. And the one dude is a super petty criminal as well, and so much so that he literally is having trouble not just doing crimes again of you know yeah because they're like struggling with money and all that. yeah so he's like maybe i'll just rob a house again and of course his girlfriend's like no we're trying to get our life together you can't get thrown back in jail again and they had this baby daughter which is kind of the one thing that's holding them together in this very damaged fragile relationship as he's like doing terrible jobs like i'm gonna move with a moving company that's gonna be my job is just carrying heavy boxes instead of quickly robbing a store and getting all the money we need yeah um but unfortunately the Drugs start showing up in their lives again, and he's got some really bad influence coworkers and friends. And this book is super depressing. Yeah, yeah I c- <laughs> did not enjoy it because it was just so un. I mean, I liked it, but it's definitely like it's really it's dark. A, I'd, I'd compare it to something like Stray Bullets, where it's just like unrelentingly like, depressing. Um, yeah, without like guess like Stray Bullets has a little bit of humor here and there, but this is yeah, straight, this does not have that straight up depressing. It. Everything is terrible in this comic. Yeah. I mean, I understand that is some people's realities, but yeah. that's not I don't need <laughs> don't I don't need to choose it? to read a comic right. about it. But if you you know, if you like that kind of like not like that kind of thing, but if you want, you know, something that's depressing. I thought it was pretty but, compelling because this is compelling, like, yeah. yeah, like so many crime stories about like the really clever, you know, guys in suits who are going to rob a casino. And this is just like, no, these are small time people who have small time problems and yeah. are just getting into bigger and worse situations because they just can't handle it's like stuff. real crime stuff yeah you know? so yeah i don't know i liked it a lot i thought it was pretty cool that was the violent number one and that was all the reviews we had what uh so what were your guys favorites of these books this week hmm uh um, go ahead and say gwenpool holiday special yeah gwenpool's mine probably the best thing here because um it was just great. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Gwynpool Holiday Special. I'm going to say Habit Number Two was my favorite. That's true. Just That's in terms pretty of close like for me too. Most amazing storytelling. It's not anywhere near as fun <laughs> or enjoyable as Gwynpool, but yeah, Habit Two but was my unique. favorite. Yeah, it's the most unique thing on here. I, I mean, the most three, the thing with the Gwynpool Holiday Special is like I loved, you know, Charles Soule's She-Hulk, and this yeah. was great to see another story with That's him. That's true. Um, and Lang Foss is amazing ever since Get Jiro and yeah. he's in, what is he doing? Winter Soldier for a little while yeah. and then he did Surface. It's good to see him getting work. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, those are our favorites and that was our show. Cool. Um, we'll be back next week for episode 165. We'll see you then. All right. Bye. Bye.